The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Good night. Welcome to the Catherine Zox Show. This informative and entertaining show will start your mornings off on the right foot. Here's your host, Catherine Zox, your social worker with the microphone. To the ghosts out in the hall, the paint peeling off the walls. Good night. Sometimes I stand between the sidewalk and the sky. And just staring through the clouds as they pass by You have to leave the ground to learn to fly You're listening to The Catherine Zox Show on VoiceAmericaVariety.com and World Top Radio. Tapping the source. Some say it's a movie, others call it a movement. What do you think? Does it speak to politics, religion, economics, philanthropy, health, social... Or perhaps does it encompass them all? Whether tapping the source shifts your consciousness or remains an enigma is something only you can decide. In either case, a journey of joy and awareness awaits you. But beware, after filming over 100 leaders who have opened their hearts and minds for you, the journey could be life-changing. Here to discuss this amazing film, Tapping the Source, and her role in it is Marielle Hemingway. She's a mother, an actress, an author, and I even found out an environmentalist, and of course the granddaughter of author Ernest Hemingway. Welcome to the show, Marielle. Nice to have you on this morning. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. This is great. Well, you describe yourself as many things, okay, but you do describe yourself as someone who's dedicated to teaching the world how to find balance and create a healthy life that promotes longevity, which I have to assume that we all want. Not always easy to do. So I guess my first question to you is, what's unique to your approach, and how did all of this fit into your role? Because you were, you were actually you were an actress in the film, Tapping the Source. Um, so how does all your approach fit into this involvement in this film, Tapping the Source? Well, I think it was really just a perfect fit. Both uh, my boyfriend and I are in it, and we're writing a book called uh, uh, Be You Now, Stepping into the Life You're Meant to Live, which is really very similar. It's about being your authentic self because I think happiness, it talks about happiness in this movie from from the point of view of athletes, actors, entertainment, you know, artists, whatever it is. And, you know, Happiness is an interesting concept because we, you know, people long for happiness. We search for happiness. We we try to acquire things for happiness. We, you know, happiness seems this elusive something that's outside of ourselves. And really, um, what makes it very similar to what we're doing in our book is that it really comes from a connection inside from understanding who you are on the inside, from connecting to self to to knowing that your happiness resides in you. Uh, 
understanding that, okay, the happiness resides in you. It does, it's not external is what you're saying, Mariel, right? It doesn't come from the outside. You're not going to be happy necessarily if you make more money, if you get promoted at your job, if you travel around the world, if you stay at the best hotels. That's not what makes you happy. Exactly. And, peop- you know, I mean, it, it, it's the age-old thing, you know, money doesn't make you happy, success doesn't make you happy. Now, it, it can be a beautiful part of your life, but it's not what garners a sense of peace and, and well-being. What garners peace and well-being is a knowledge of who you are. I, I tweeted something yesterday. I said, you know, I, I said, would you ch- if you could, would you change? And I said, I, for the first time in my life, really, am very content and happy with who I am. Yeah, there was, there's stuff I would change. There's things I would do. I'd probably make more money. You know, whatever it is, all those little things. But the truth is it's about self-awareness and, and being comfortable in yourself. And that's a journey. That's a journey of, in my opinion and, and in Bobby Williams, my boyfriend's opinion, it's really about the the lifestyle choices that you make every day. What do you eat? How do you move? What What are your thoughts in the morning? What, you know, what are your what are your daily kind of what is the mundane thing that you do that makes you a a, a real person to yourself? Well, you, you know, just it, said something. You said for the first time. I think you said for the first time in my life, or I'm at a point, and. I guess I can say how old you are because it's all over the net, even on your website. But <laughs> yeah. you're, you're in your late 40s, and so, it, you know, approaching, I don't know what, we're, what I'd call it, but approaching 50, and now you've gotten to the point you're saying, okay, I really feel like the best I've ever felt. Is that because you've been tapping the source, or how did you get to that Absolutely. point? I, I feel the best that I've ever felt. I mean, you know, get... get I think what what happens with people is we spend a lot of time, you know, we spend our 20s trying to impress somebody else. We spend our 30s thinking, well, we're still trying to impress somebody else, but we're busy making a family and doing what we have to do, and we're getting a little bit better. And somehow in your 40s you start to realize that it's not about someone else. It's not about showing off for anybody or trying to impress you know, trying to do something because your father never paid attention to you or your mother, whatever it is, whatever childhood, something, you start to become aware of those things. Now, that can happen sooner when you are, when you become conscious that your your goodness, your happiness, your your quality of life comes from the choices that you make every day. So how do we do this? How do we tap? And are we going to find out how to do this in the film, Tapping the Source? I mean, there's a book, Tapping the Source, then now the movie, Tapping the Source. And as you said, it's not, it's for everybody. It's for artists, musicians, business people, actors. It, I mean, it, it's all inclusive. And I guess, is the movie about how all of these different kinds of, of individuals were able to tap the source, find inner peace, uh, be able to make those good choices for themselves? Absolutely. They, you know, here's the thing. You've got over 100 people. Somebody's going to touch your heart. If it's not me or Bobby or, you know, Bill Gladstone or, or you know, Marcy Shymop, somebody's going to speak to your, to, to your sense of where happiness comes from because it's different for everybody. I mean, we're like, you know, I like to think of us as, you know, we're all like snowflakes. We're no, no person is the same. And yet the irony is... There was one person that speaks in the film. 
we're 99% space, which means it's only 1% of us. You know, it's actually 99.99999 blah, blah, blah percent <laughs> space. And then that 1% of us is what makes up our individuality. So we are connected in some way. So whether or not some voice speaks to, to what we are, to that individual understanding, it's the 99% space that brings us all together, um, which makes us, and that's scientific, by the way, you know, that that the, the world is made up of this space and we are part of that space it's hard to get our head around it's kind of a quantum leap but when you start to have an awareness of that bigger concept you start to realize that your happiness lies within your you know connection connection to 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 self and then the connection to the universe and it's kind of a big concept but you when you start to just pay attention to yourself, because people go, I don't know how in the world I could do that, um, you just start slowing your life down, taking some time to be quiet. Be aware of what you eat. You know, Are you eating food that actually nourishes you as a human being that's not synthetic? You know, um, the, but the buzzword today, uh, as you know, is uh, you know, multitasking, multitasking. And everybody sort of says it in a way that, oh, I shouldn't be multitasking, but there's some... Kind of like when they say it, they, there's a kind of, well, I have so much to do, so I'm really important. And then that's yeah, yeah, awesome. yeah, 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 and absolutely. And it's kind of like, well, I know this is bad, but it's kind of good, and it makes me look good because I do it. I mean, my my uh, Bobby always says to me, you know, I know women are multitaskers, but doing one thing at a time and doing it well, it's really called a mindful practice. Yes, we do multitask, but are we doing things better? You know, are we actually getting things done? Are we healthier and happier by doing 12 things at one time? Now, I believe, and, you know, you, like me, are a mother, you know, I was married for 24 years. I had to multitask. It was part of the job. You know, you just had to do it when you have kids going in 12 different directions and making food and doing whatever. But there is a level of consciousness and awareness of doing it. And going, okay, these are these moments for multitasking, but I, but I need to take time in the morning. Like I get up very, very early in the morning. I go outside. I sit quietly in silence, you know, whether you want to call it meditation, whatever you want to call it, and I just connect with me. I know that I'm my best guide. And I think what's really great about this film is that and about this movement or about what we're talking about is everybody needs to realize, and it's what my next book's about, is that we are our best, you know, nutritionist, our best fitness coach, our best guru, our best this, our best that, our best cook, because we know what's right for us. But it's about trusting the intuition, trusting that your guide lays within you. Me, And also that means that your happiness lies within your heart. But you also said you get up early in the morning, or you are saying that, and you give yourself the opportunity to, and I'm using the word tune into yourself, or to, 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 so that you can make those right choices. I mean, because all this other stuff, as you're describing, you know, like mother, I, had, I was married for 25, 20 years as well with the three young boys, and some of that stuff is, and I think that we tend to do this maybe even in our work, is there's a lot of activity 
but there's no real action because it's just activity, and there's a real difference between activity and action. Like, as you said, your boyfriend, Bobby, focusing on one thing, being able to accomplish that. But you have to be mindful, isn't that what you so that you make the right choice. Absolutely. I mean, there's doing and there's productivity. I mean, we can all do a lot of things, you know, and at the end of the day, boy, I did so much. But are you actually doing things with a consciousness? Are you aware? Do you really know what you're doing? Could you look back and go, wow, I did this, this, and this, and, you know, name it off and say, make a checklist? Probably not. You know, we tend to just move ourselves and Speak without thinking. You Speak know, I without think thinking. I, you know, uh, we're going to take a. Sh- I want to leave it on that because that's <laughs> not what we want to do. Is speak without thinking. But we are going to take a short break. I'm Catherine Zox, your social worker with a microphone on VoiceAmericaVariety.com, World Talk Radio, talking to Marielle Hemingway, and we're discussing her new film, Tapping the Source, amongst many other things. When we come back, Marielle, I want to. I really want to talk about your family, your husband, your your boyfriend, your daughters, and even your famous grand father and the impact that it's had on everything and the choices that you've made. Uh, Don't go away. We'll be back in a minute. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. Each week, take a visit inside the locker room of your favorite sport with Dez Clark, Paul Fresh Clark, and Lester Scudder Davis as they bring you sportsmanlike conduct. As a current player, Dez Clark can bring you inside the sports world like nobody can. His co-hosts represent the fans of the sports world. With both points of view on the table, it becomes an engaging and entertaining program to say the least. Sportsmanlike conduct can be heard Tuesdays, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Conflict resolution, anger management, and bullying are all things that adults deal with every day, not just kids. These issues can have negative effects on our personal health and well-being. Tune in to The Dr. Vicki Show with Dr. Victoria D. Coleman. Dr. Vicki will explore and share strategies and techniques to address and present solutions to these issues. We'll discuss self-esteem, communication, relationships, addictions, career development, and the global village. Tune in to The Dr. Vicki Show, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Variety. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You're listening to The Catherine Zox Show. If you'd like to join our conversation this morning, call now. The toll-free number is 866-472-5788. That number again is 866-472-5788. Welcome back. I'm Catherine Zox, your social worker with a microphone, and you are listening to World Talk Radio, VoiceAmericaVariety.com. And I'm talking to Marielle Hemingway. Um, she was, is 
uh, in a new film called Tapping the Source. Uh, she does many other things, and uh, if you stay tuned, we're going to talk about some of those later on in the show. But, uh, Marielle, when you're talking about tapping the source, being mindful of who you are and making good choices and not running around doing, you know, lots of activity but not really being productive, um, my question is, I want to talk about, because you know I'm a social worker, uh, <laughs> and so I'm always interested in families. Like, how does your family, what has been the impact on your family, your boyfriend, and your daughters, and even your grandfather, your famous grandfather, Ernest Hemingway, who you never met, how does that influence how, where, you, where you find yourself today? How, how does my grandfather influence where Well, I'm your whole family, you know, every... Our well, whole, you know, I mean, I come from a very interesting family. Yes. I come from a great family, but I also come from a really wacky family. I mean, you know, there's there's seven suicides in my family. There's, you know, mental illness. There's cancer. There's diabetes. And there's this tremendous, you know, art, artistry. There's this tremendous creativity, this this beautiful, you know, thing that comes out of this sort of... It's like the lotus flower coming out of the muck, you know. Um, so I embrace that I came from all of that because I think it makes me who I am. Uh, you know, I embrace it. I, for a long time I feared it. It was it was very scary for me to come from that because I thought, you know, one day I'm going to wake up and I'm going to be crazy. Um, one day, you know, maybe I'm going to get sick. I mean, it's, it's what has propelled me on this movement in health and wellness. You know, it's not just an actress who's not working. This, it's really a, my passion to write books about health and wellness because I believe that others need to know that, you know, there's a lot of people out there that suffer from men- mental illness, worry about depression, worry about this. And I really believe that lifestyle and life choices can shift that paradigm for anybody. It I think, mean that yeah, and you are a good example. I mean, that's I mean that's a, one reason that's why I brought it up because I think depression is a huge issue and and mental illness and by doing you know that whole history that you've had in your family of, of, of suicides and 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 sickness and mental illness that kind of thing. Um, Look what you're doing. I mean, you li- living such a healthy lifestyle you, in, in many different ways. I mean, you're doing well. We'll talk about that a little later on in the show because you're doing. You have a new book coming out, or you have a book recipes. Uh, you, um... yeah, my latest book. I mean, the book that I have out now. I've I've written three books, and the latest book is called Mariel's Kitchen, which is sort of a a sister book to the book I did before that called Healthy Living from the Inside Out, which was about home food, exercise, and silence. And then Mariel's Kitchen is really about eating um, organic or biodynamic food, going to local farmer's markets, you know, how to eat good, clean, simple food and and make it easy, you know. So that's that's the latest book. And then the one that I'm writing now is it about is about adventure food, connecting with self, connecting in nature. We, we, my boyfriend and I share that in common. We are so, we really feel nature is, is one of the great teachers. And, you know, how would nature do it? How, you know, and, and that's in food, in silence, in whatever you do, nature has this great ability to, to teach us, you know, and, and man has this great ability to go, oh, I'm going to do it better than nature. I know, you know, I'm going to take things out of things and I'm going to, you know, and consequently the earth is getting very, very angry about that. And it's about, you know, I think tapping the source is tapping into nature as well. That's that's part of it. And and some would say, you know, as we talked about before we started the show, but um, 
you live in California, or and so it, it seems to me, is that easier to tap into nature? I mean, rather than if we're living well, here in New I'm York. I'm not going to tell you that I <laughs> don't. <laughs> I mean, I am really blessed. I, I often will, you know, tweet pictures from my walks, and I think, I am so like Now, I grew up in Idaho, and it's beautiful there, but right now, it's cold and pretty dismal, you know. It's like it's starting winter, and, you know, that's most everybody in the country is going into winter. And I'm here I am in Southern California, and we whine and cry because in the morning it's, you know, it might be 40 degrees, and then, you know, and then it's 70 or 80. <laughs> and I'm like, really? So you, yeah, you found a little piece of nirvana here on Earth. Or yeah, little, I'm yeah. really blessed. But, um, yes, it is easier for me to tap into um, to nature, but I also believe, you know, my girls who are very much like me live in New York. They go to Central Park. They're there in the winter. They get out. They bundle up. They get, uh, you know, the west side highway near the water. They walk. They, they look around. They listen. It's, it's, you know, you can find your nature. You can find your peace even within chaos. Were you very conscious of when you when your girls they're in their early twenties, like when they were born, that you were going to make sure that they they were able to and I, I keep you uh, you know tap able to tap the source, able to find that inner peace. I mean, did you teach them that consciously? You know, I don't know that I taught them consciously. <laughs> I spent a lot. I'm laughing only because I just had this visual when they were four. Four and five, four and six, you know, I would sit there and I would meditate, and I thought my kids were so amazing. They were sitting with me. They are meditating, and I'd be sitting there meditating. Well, lo and behold, last Mother's Day, they made such fun of me. You have no idea what we would do. We'd, you know, we'd look at you. We'd get right up in your face and make faces at you. They <laughs> <laughs> were like... You had no idea, but you were like, yeah, our Miss Woo Woo mom, but we paid no attention. But, I mean, consequently, they did. They eat very well. They're very conscious of food. They're conscious of who they are as human beings and how they walk into the world. So all joking aside, I think that you do, you know, the only way to parent, as far as I can see, is to model, to do what you want them to do. You know, if you don't want them to drink, then don't drink yourself. If you don't want them to smoke, don't ever smoke, you know. If you want them to behave like model citizens, then be a model citizen. Yeah. You know, it's just about how do you show up in the world. It's how your children, they, they are influenced. Yeah. It's the um, environment. You're so right because it is, it's that environment that you create for them at home. I mean, if you want them absolutely. to eat well, you have to have good food in the house. You can't just say it, but you have to do it. And they'll eat the good food, and they'll get used to it. And that's, that's what they know. That's what they – and so that, yeah, that sets the example. I agree with you. But each one interprets it differently. You have two. I have three boys. You have two girls. Uh, and they all take away something a little bit different. Uh, but I think what you're doing with this whole and, – and I really want to get into this because I think the food thing is so important, and I think the obesity problem – Today and just as a you know as a country that is is getting us into such trouble financially, physically, emotionally, all of it. It's really not good what's happening. And you're sort of doing you know at least helping I think to do exactly the opposite. You know, creating this healthy lifestyle with good food. Um, so is that something that you plan to? I mean, oh, you, are, you you've tapped into the thing that that gets me crazy yeah. and and something I really want to do something about. I am appalled. 
I mean, literally appalled at, 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 the, at the obesity in this country, and not out of judgment. I don't think anybody's you – know, I, I don't think that these children are at fault, but they don't even know what real food is. They never eat it. They don't know, you know, they've been brought up on fast food, processed food, and nothing real ever. And it's frightening. There's so much sugar in people's diets. There's so much, you know, soda and all these, all these things that really are turning this country into a country of obese people. And it doesn't have to be that. And I, and I really, it, it hurts me to think that our government, our, our medical community isn't out is an outrage and trying to do something about it. I mean, many people are trying to do something, but I really want to, you know, make a difference in that world and try to educate about food and about conscious choices, about movement. I mean, there's no longer PE is no longer a requirement in school. When I grew up, you know, it was just that's what you did, and now it's not required. You know, and and kids don't move, and you know they've got ADD and ADHD, and you know, honestly, all they need to do is run around the the playground a couple times and get rid of some of that extra energy. I agree with you. Not, They're talking not about take Ritalin. You, you know, not take Ritalin exactly, and chemical imbalance. I mean, your body would be chemically imbalanced if you, as you say, you don't exercise either at home, either at school, you don't eat right. And it's also creeping into, I find, I, out, we were out for dinner, my boyfriend and I, and my three boys, they're grown now, in the city, and ate at a very, you know, it was an expensive restaurant, it was supposed to be graded, and the, one of the things that they touted was that they got all, their food was organic and grown at these wonderful farms in upstate New York. The food was over-salted, and it had sugar in it. And this, yeah. this and and it was and we cooked very well, and, you know, just as you're describing, and it was, oh my God, this is like, this is, you know, Isn't that of- shock? I mean, I often, you know, people will say to me, I don't have time to cook and stuff like that. I said, but really, you're never going to eat better than you eat at home if you can really just make some time. And to eat, that's what I wrote Mariel's Kitchen about. It's not hard to, to cook simple food. In fact, it's probably really, really easier than most things. You know, it's not about getting on the food network and going, oh, how do I make this or it's, you know, I like to think of myself as 30-minute meals of healthy meals, though I, it, though I yes. love Rachel and she is my friend. But <laughs> sometimes I'm like, dude, what did you make on that show? Well, yeah, take that? a piece of chicken, take a, a, a piece of fish and, and bake yeah, it in fresh herbs. And, yeah. You know, use coconut oil instead of, uh, you know, a bad oil if you want to heat, you know, heat and cook and slow cook things a little bit. It's it takes you 10, 15 more minutes to make dinner rather than throw it in a microwave, which, by the way, I don't, you know, in, in Russia, they're outlawed microwaves. They won't even use them. They know how bad they are for, for you. People in Europe don't use microwave ovens. Here we throw, I mean, I have, I'm, I'm guilty. When I raised my kids, I threw a lot of things in the microwave, <laughs> heating it up, thinking it was all good. And then I realized, oh, my God, it's turning vegetables into carcinogenic things. So it's really about having a consciousness, what I'd really like to do, and Bobby and I are creating a website. All right. Well, and hold Sorry. that thought, too, because we'll take a break, and we want to hear what you and Bobby are going to do, because we need to do something about it, and I think you guys are the ones to do it. I'm Catherine Zox, your social worker with a microphone, Marielle Hemingway. We'll be back. You're listening to VoiceAmericaVariety.com and World Talk Radio.
Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. This is Ed Krell, CEO and President of Destination Maternity Corporation. Since 2001, we've been working together with the March of Dimes for stronger, healthier babies. Did you know that in America, one in eight babies is born too soon? Those who survive their early birth can suffer serious and sometimes lifelong health problems. Help bring healthy babies home. Join Destination Maternity and the March of Dimes in fighting premature births. Go to marchofdimes.com. Entrepreneurial Insights is your weekly excursion into the world of business ownership. Presented by Sunbelt Business Brokers, the leading business brokerage and intermediary firm in the world, Entrepreneurial Insights will examine critical issues that impact both existing and prospective business owners. If you own or want to own a small business, listen for Entrepreneurial Insights with John Davies, Pino Boccinello, and Matt Ottaway. Fridays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. There's a course offered on 7th Wave Network that you never saw offered in college. One that provides information on how to transform ancient wisdom teachings into everyday life. You'll learn how to create from your spirit and explore the world with all of your senses. Participation is encouraged. Enroll in Spirituality 101, the course you can't afford to miss with your host, Reverend Norma. Class is in session every Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time in your favorite classroom, 7th Wave Network. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You're listening to The Catherine Zox Show. If you'd like to join our conversation this morning, call now. The toll-free number is 866-472-5788. That number again is 866-472-5788. We're back. Catherine Zox, your social worker with a microphone, keeping women and men connected on air with information and conversation. Uh, you're listening to The Catherine Zox Show on VoiceAmericaVariety.com and World Talk Radio, and I'm talking to Marielle Hemingway. Uh, great conversation, because, Marielle, you and I, uh, I think, are kind of tapping the same source. I know we're very unique, but this whole issue about food and the where we've come as a country, eating eating too much, the wrong kinds of foods, uh, we're sick. I mean, I'm just repeating this for anybody who's tuning in, but emotionally, physically, we have to do something about it, and you are. And you and your boyfriend, Bobby, are doing something about it, uh, not only with your cookbooks, but your website, your radio show. And you also, don't you go across country giving uh, seminars and, and lectures on healthy eating and balance and I yeah I go I do I do a lot of speaking engagements about food about health about actually uh becoming green from the inside <laughs> <laughs> I start with food I really believe becoming an environmentalist starts with how you eat you know become conscious of where it is like you were talking about the restaurant that has the local food and all that stuff but it's like when you buy it for your home you go to a farmer's market and you pick it out yourself and you know where your food comes from and you know, if you're going to eat chicken or, 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 
you know, or meat, know that it's grass-fed and treated humanely, you know, because I was vegan for 16 years, and it just didn't work for me, but I didn't, you know, I didn't want to go back to eating meat and just be mindless about it. Now, what about the vegan? Why didn't that work? Because it was just like, it was too constraining? I got to tell you, it shut my thyroid down. It just... It just for me, and and that's this is not the case with everybody. Many people thrive uh, being vegan, and I wanted to because I really ethically believed in it. I thought this is the right thing to do, but my body needed more protein, um, more animal protein, and but I didn't like the fact that so many abused there were so many abused animals and factory farms in this country are horrendous. So I eat less meat. And when I do eat meat, I know where it comes from. I even invested in a local farm so that I can get, so I know that, you know, the eggs that I get, they're humanely treated chickens, and the chickens that we get from them are, you know, they run around and they're happy. And, you know, and you know the, the small farm is a great and wonderful American tradition. Um, that, that We're trying to get back to that, I think. There's a, there's, I think as you we say, are, but, yeah. you know, big business would like us all to stop. I mean, Bobby and I drink raw milk, and there's a big controversy about that around the country because they want to say that it's dangerous. Now, if somebody doesn't take care of their cows or they have a dirty farm, it could be dangerous. But most people, like the Amish, are very clean when they raise their, you know, when they raise their cows or their goats or whatever it is, and their their milk is is impeccable. But so what's the advantage to t- to eating to drinking raw milk as opposed to pasteurized milk if we could well, get it from the kind of farm that you're talking about? Here's the deal about raw versus pasteurized. In many ways it's it's dirty versus clean, but when it comes to actual nutrients, once you pasteurize, which is a quick heating process that kills all the bacteria and all the enzymes out of the milk, you're basically left with no nutrition. Even in organic, once you've heated it, that bacteria in raw dairy is actually what helps you. The reason people are lactose intolerant, and I'm not a scientist, I'm not a doctor, so people don't call in like, you're wrong or whatever, but I, I do, I've done a lot of research about this. That bacteria is what helps you to digest it, and that bacteria is good for you. We, we're a, we're a, a you know a society that wants to get rid of all the bacteria we've got you know uh these these gels the sanitizing gels that get rid of everything and actually some bacteria is very very good for us it's good for your gut it's good you know it's good for your digestion and um i never ate dairy i mean i was vegan and i was really skeptical i'm not gonna eat dairy blah 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 and because it, it i always had a reaction when i ate it raw absolutely no reaction it was so delicious, and when it goes off, you know, unlike pasteurized dairy that goes off and it smells absolutely horrible because it's, you know, it's, there's been hormones or whatever, in raw dairy it just turns into another thing. Like Did you find pain. that you feel like you felt better when you said it affected your thyroid and, and, and yes. shut down your thyroid? So you it had to go did. I got thyroid disease. I'm on, you know, it's the only thing that doesn't work that well. I'm on um, Armour Thyroid because my thyroid just doesn't work properly from having been, you know, and then I ate a lot of soy because it was back in the day thinking soy was so good and soy is not good for you. There's too much estrogen in it and it, 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 it throws the balance of the hormones out. And I was, soy is okay in a fermented state like, like tempeh or as a condiment. And, you know, in Asia, they use soy as a condiment. It's not a protein source. 
in this country, you know, we get on this bandwagon. It's like, yay, soy, let's make all kinds of stuff. And trust me, I was the queen of it. I used to make all <laughs> kinds of things with tofu. And, and well, I, I, I But you it. bring up, a, uh, you know, I think this is really one of the key points, and you kind of just said it. it uh, we get on the bandwagon, we yeah. Americans, our culture, it's all or nothing. You know, we're mm-hmm. eating soy till it's coming out of our ears, till we yeah. get uh, our, and or where else it's like coming out of Isolated soy protein. It's like, yay, let's yeah. get more. And you're right. And I am the queen of getting on a bandwagon about anything. <laughs> I, I have done every diet. I mean, I laugh about it. I've been, you know, I've been vegan. I was macrobiotic. I did all fruit. I did, you know, I did absolutely no fruit. I did no fat for years. That was really nice. My skin was, you know, falling apart. I drank nothing but coffee for one year. That was not so good. I wasn't a very bad parent that year. <laughs> I've done all this stuff in search of what works for me. And what works for me won't work for you, but I can tell I can tell everyone one thing. Clean, pure food in its purest, simplest form that's humanely treated, you know, and 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 touched as little as possible without any pesticides is going to be good for you. It's what we're designed to break down. We're not designed to break down synthetic, pesticide-ridden, you know, hormone-induced food. It's not meant for us. Yeah, but what do we do about it? I mean, look, you're someone who's really doing something about it. I mean, you're, you're an actress. You're well-known. You can get out there. People listen to you. Is there anything more that we could do? I mean, there's just these huge... As a regular person, you know, and I think of myself as a regular person, it's like I was talking about parenting. Model it. Do it yourself. If you don't like something, take charge. Do something different for you. And as you do that, people start to look. You start to feel better. You start to look better. People can't, you know, can't deny when somebody is more vital, happy, healthier, they look younger because of the choices they're making. So it's about modeling for you, number one, and then you begin to model for your family, number two, and then your community starts to go, wow, that's really interesting. They just put a little organic garden in their backyard, and they're making uh, tomatoes. Maybe if I put it in, then we can swap. I, I really believe it's about having a consciousness, and, you know, we have a horrible economy, I have a little organic garden. It's not much to speak of, but there's tomatoes and, you know, and, and, and strawberries and all kinds of herbs and artichokes and zucchini and lettuce and things. And that's my contribution to my family. And if my neighbors want some of my stuff, and my neighbors have some chickens. I'm lucky. I, li- I, I, I can't believe I live in L.A. I've got neighbors with chickens, okay? <laughs> so, <laughs> so they have eggs. You know, but the point is, not everybody can do that, but we can put an herb garden in our windowsill. We can become more conscious. It's about knowledge. And, and Bobby and I are creating a, a web show that's going to be about information, but it's also going to be about entertainment because we think that people absorb information through laughing and having a good time. Yeah, infotainment, I guess, isn't yes, that the word? Very nice. I yeah. like that. Infotainment. What do you say, though, Marielle, to people who will, and I get this from, I've got clients and, and people who say, well, but it is just too expensive for me to eat healthfully. You know, vegetables are too expensive. It's just cheaper for me to buy stuff that, that you know, I can't afford to buy. That's my, okay, this is my favorite. This is my favorite. It's so much more expensive to get sick. 
people put an Advil in their body, and 20 minutes later they don't have a headache. And they don't make the connection that every time they eat Burger King, which might be, you know, or McDonald's, which might be every day, that is having an effect on your body every time you do it. Food is medicine. It doesn't have to taste like medicine, but every time you put it in, it's having an effect on your body. And, and you know, people will spend 90% of what they've made in their whole life, the last few weeks of their life, trying to save themselves because they got sick. Their organs started to shut down. Their, the, the, you know, the diabetes happened because of the obesity, the whatever. You know, I didn't work out. I didn't do this. I ate so much crap, and, you know, I drank too much or this, that, and the other thing, and I'm spending all my money because I'm now sick. And the thing is, if you start now seeing food as the way to prevent disease, as a way to be healthy and happy, it changes your life. Yeah, it's a little bit more expensive, but the investment in the long run is far greater. You live longer. You are healthier and happier. You don't have to go to the doctor. If we have a long-term plan, maybe it's a vision. We talk about vision and where do you want to go and what your goals are. We do that in business. We do that with our family. What about with food? What about our bodies? You're right. Uh, redefining what food is, that's what you're saying. Redefining. Yeah. It's, 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 it's medi- Maybe there's a better word than medicine, but it's something, it's, it's sort of that example they give, you know, if you put not the right kind of gasoline in your car, if you just exactly. put sugar, you're, you're gonna, what's going to happen to your car, it's exactly the same thing. But we have to have more of vision and long-term thinking. We have, we've, we've gotten into this very short-term thinking, the immediacy. I just need to feed myself now without thinking of the consequences of it. Well, we have, we're going to take one last break. Uh, I'm Catherine Zox, your social worker with a microphone, talking to Marielle Hemingway. Uh, don't go away because she and I have lots more to talk about. You're listening to World Talk Radio and VoiceAmericaVariety.com. We'll be back in a minute. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Two views, different topics, questions, answers, news, and advice. You'll want to check out Eco Man and the Skeptic live from Philadelphia University. Every week, join hosts Rob Fleming and Chris Pastor as they tackle a different topic on sustainability. You'll hear all sides of the issue supported by guests who provide valuable insights. Get ready to be engaged, educated, and entertained when you tune into Eco Man and the Skeptic. Broadcast live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Green Talk. Network. 
Radio by George is a lifestyle program dedicated to improving the lives of listeners by focusing on the holistic growth of their mind, body, and spirit. Host Eddie George shares his life experiences as well as the experiences of his guest commentators and experts with the listening audience to focus them toward reaching their personal and professional goals. Tune in every Monday afternoon at 1 p.m. PST, 4 p.m. EST to Radio by George on the Voice America channel and learn more from the life experiences of a man who went from being a somewhat unruly kid in the streets of Philadelphia to a retired professional athlete who has become a role model for not only young people, but for businessmen and women globally. Plan to spend your Monday afternoons with Eddie George and his empowering talk radio show, Radio by George. That's every Monday at 1 p.m. PST, right here on the Voice America channel. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You're listening to The Catherine Zox Show. If you'd like to join our conversation this morning, call now. The toll-free number is 866-472-5788. That number again is 866-472-5788. We're back. I'm Catherine Zox, your social worker with a microphone, keeping women and men connected on air with information and conversation. You're listening to The Catherine Zox Show on VoiceAmericaVariety.com, World Talk Radio, and I am talking to Marielle Hemingway, um, who uh, you are, I would call you kind of a renaissance woman. You are an actress and a producer and a writer, and now this, I mean, you, you do so many different kinds of things. Um, certainly somebody to emulate, I have to say, after talking to you for this hour, Marielle. But let's continue with some of the stuff you're going to do now. What, what can we, you know, because you and Bobby, your boyfriend, are, uh, as I can see, you're involved in a lot of new kinds of projects. Um, what else can we look for? Um, well, we've got the, the, the new book coming out in the spring called Be You Now, Stepping Into the Life You're Meant to Live. Um, I've got, um, we've got a web show that's also going to be BU Now, which is going to be about adventure and health and food and exercise and the whole nine yards. When is that going to be on, that show? That is, we are in, currently making that. It's going to it start at the, the beginning of the year. And, you know, we'd love to come back on and talk about it with I'd you. I'd love to, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's going to be really kind of fabulous because we really want, we want to empower people to take care of themselves. It's not about us. We don't, you know, we're not looking to get people to follow us. We're, we want people to follow themselves and just give them the tools so that they can. So that's happening. Um, I'm producing my grandfather's book, A Movable Feast, into a feature. Um, I've got, uh, I'm, I'm part of a lounge here called Heming, Hemingway's Lounge in, um, in Los Angeles that is a nightclub, which I have no nothing to do with the nightclub part because that's not really in my <laughs> Well, I might come style. to that. <laughs> but we're doing sort of the day thing and going to put really amazing, good, clean food in there for, for daytime and where people can go and, you know, kind of like a Starbucks only with great tea and, and healthy juices and, and, and things like that. So we're... We're working on that. We've got so much we're doing, which is it's really fun, and we really love it. More speaking engagements, more getting in touch with people, and, and really helping people so that they can be healthier. 
Yes. Well, I you're a catalyst for all of that. You're a catalyst by doing those kinds of things. I mean, the web yeah. show, yeah. And as you say, you know, you touch one person, the other person affects another person, and it goes on from there. And you're certainly doing that. It's amazing. So how do you, getting kind of full circle here, how do you, I'm listening to all the stuff you're doing, and, and listeners are say, oh, my God, how does she do all that and still get up at, what, 4 o'clock in the morning, 5 o'clock in the morning, do your meditation, maintain that balance in the context of doing all this other stuff? Well, I do it. I, you know, <laughs> I, sorry about that. I, um, It's not hard. It's not as hard as you think. I mean, I think, you know, for somebody who says, oh, I just don't like the morning, I say, just get, you know, look, get, give yourself 15 more minutes. It's not about two hours. You know, I get up early because I love the morning, but I also go to bed early because I'm a wimp. <laughs> but I, and I love to sleep, and I really believe that's a whole other issue. I really believe sleep is imperative to good health. And I didn't realize that. I used to meditate a lot, and I thought, oh, I don't need a lot of sleep. And I realized that, you know, sleep really is, you know, helps with, weight control and aging and all that stuff. So sleep's very important. But number one, if you give yourself 15 more minutes in the morning where you, you know, you make your cup of tea or your coffee or whatever it is and you take it and you either go outside or you find a, a quiet space, you know, a, 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 a sacred space that is just your own where you sit and you sit in silence and you breathe and you just become aware of your breath, even if it's just for five minutes. Those kinds of Choices that you make on behalf of yourself change your life. Yeah, I think that's that's true, and I think that you have to be. And we're getting kind of, as I say, going full circle. But you really have to be conscious of all of that. You just can't, and and so that you make those kinds of choices that you're talking about. And and it is. It all has to do with being conscious. And I think that that's something that we've really gotten away from. Whether it's the food thing. Um, the sleep deprivation, I mean, that's another topic for another show. We are a sleep-deprived society, aren't we? So where is that leading us? Um, you know, we'd rather take medication. Even when we do sleep, how do we get to sleep? We're taking, I don't need all those drugs. Well, they... here's the other thing. We're sleep-deprived, which is horrible, and it's killing us, and we're taking something for it. But the, the fact of the matter is, we just need a little bit of exercise during the day. I mean, whenever Bobby and I do something, like, really adventurous, it's like, ooh, here's our, our nightly sleeping pill. Because you get enough exercise. And it doesn't mean you have to go out for a marathon run, but you get a little bit of exercise. You get fresh air. You do certain things before you go to bed. You have a cup of chamomile tea or valerian tea, and it changes you. It's about choices, and it's about understanding that you, you're not a victim. You don't need Ambien. You know, maybe on a, a a flight across the the you know the, the the continent or or across the ocean, maybe I don't know. I don't believe in it, but but maybe then. But truly, we can you can battle these things by understanding that you are the orchestrator of your life and of your physicality. And you don't have to, as you say, run a marathon. Here again comes this all-or-nothing thing. I can't really exercise because the expectation is, I think this goes on in a lot of individuals' heads, that, well, I can't run the marathon, I can't run two miles, I can't run three miles, so one ends up not doing anything. That's exactly right. It's like, hey, who said you had to? I tell people, I can't meditate, they say. I said, who? I said, how long do you think you're supposed to be? Well, I can't sit there for a half an hour to an hour. That's just crazy. I said, no, nobody asked you to. Try two minutes. 
Try two minutes where you listen to your breath. Then maybe add a minute a week. And then maybe you'll get up to 10, and that's all you ever do. But that 10 minutes is really important to your health. And, 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 and it's the same thing with exercise. Nobody asked you to go for a three-hour hike. You could go for 20 minutes, though, I bet. Everybody has time. If you can watch a sitcom, you can go for a walk. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's and, and really I, I, about I, I just that. Going, I mean, oh. I, yeah, I, I, you know, I try to walk my four miles a day, an easy four miles in the, in the city or in the suburbs because it's yeah. just a flat surface. There's nothing really difficult about it. But if I can't, then I'll walk two miles or I'll walk one mile. That's exactly. better than, yeah. When and, I'm on the road, and I'm on the road a lot, I have a little kettlebell that I, that I throw in my bag, and it's only 15 pounds, and I throw it, you know, and I swing it around for 20 minutes in my hotel room if I don't have time. You know, New York happens to be one of the great cities to be able to walk. I mean, it's like, yay. Yeah. Uh, it's so yeah, it's great. easy. But, you know, no excuses. If I'm busy all day long and I've got a 12 13, 14 hour day, and I can find time to do that because it's the difference of just feeling better. And it's just about going, I make this time for me. It's called self love. That's what self love is. It's not about, you know, yeah, it's a Calgon bath once in a while, but it's also <laughs> about, I did this for me. It's for my health and my well being and my sense of happiness. I mean, we come full circle. It's about tapping your source. And how do you do that? Through the simple, mundane things in life. Nurturing yourself. The word yeah. nurturing comes up. One has to nurture oneself. And, it's, and if you nurture yourself, then you have an impact on your, you know, on yeah. your partner, on your children, as you say, on your community. But first you have to, it, first you have to start with yourself. Nurturing Absolutely. yourself, yeah. And some people, unfortunately, equate nurturing with, with selfishness, and, and it's not, no, especially women. No. I, yeah, I often get that, yeah, but I feel badly because, you know, my kids come first. I'm like, really? No. In the, air, you know, in the airplane, <laughs> you're supposed to give the oxygen to you first, and then you give it to your kids because so, you're useless unless you take care of you. And that was a hard one as a, as a parent, and I'm sure you came across yeah. this because there is this guilt. And it's kind of like we were talking about before, oh, we kind of feel proud of ourselves for multitasking and doing too many things and going in so many directions. And the truth is everybody kind of gets left behind in that situation. Everyone gets left behind, and I think the condition that they're in, they're exhausted, uh, burned out. Um, You know, there's a lot of negativity that comes from all that activity. I mean, I, Mm -hmm. I remember, yeah. I mean, we only have a couple minutes left, but I, I just remember taking the boys to uh, their sports activities, and there would be mothers there sort of like beaming, well, he has swimming now, and now I have to take him to soccer, and we've got, you know, and what, racing and running from one activity to another as if they had to do it. And I used to come home and say, well, I don't think they have to do it. You can choose one sport. You can choose. That's ex- I feel the same way, and I also think it's hard on kids because there is so much expectation to be these you know, these kids that are doing so many things and, you know, Joey's doing it, so we better do it too. And, you know, my kids did ballet and this and that and the other thing. And finally I just said, look, what's the one thing that you really like? We'll do that. We'll do that one thing. Hey, what a concept. Because it, kids are losing their childhood. They do so many things. And, and, and parents also are you lose the opportunity to self because they're running around in the car. They're carpooling to this, that, and the other thing. And eating in the car. And that's yeah. another thing, grazing and eating and feeding in the car rather than sitting down to meals three times a day. Yeah. Uh, 
you're you're running around eating. I mean, it brings us back to just like unhealthy lifestyles, all, you know, all the way around. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so we just have to stop. I mean, we just, <laughs> <laughs> we just have to stop. We just have so to fun. stop <laughs> and uh, and take a break. And I think it, you know, I, I also got into that with my kids, but, and, and then finally I too, I said, pick a sport that you guys like to do on your own, getting back to the exercise thing or the accomplishing, you know, being a good athlete. And then we had one family sport, which was skiing, and that worked out very well, and that was enough. Yeah, exactly. No, I totally agree. It's about finding what's, what's the right level, you know? So tell us about, because we're going to, okay, we've got about a minute and a half left, the Tapping the Source. Now, where can we see the film? Where, when? Well, um, it's it just was released, and honestly, I'm, I'm embarrassed to say that I'm not sure where. Okay. Well, I, I will find you, out. I will you better find, find out because I'm really embarrassed. I just I got stumped there. I have no idea. <laughs> well, I know that was the premiere, and I it was the premiere. Yeah, at the, I was invited. I would have come, place. but it was on West Coast. Believe me. Anyway, we're going to say goodbye, but we'll leave that up. That's a surprise. We don't know where and when, but next week, if you, we will. Um, Actually, next we next week. Yeah, next week I will tell you where and when you can go and see Tapping the Source with Marielle Hemingway. Great having you on the show today. Oh, I really enjoyed so great talking. speaking to you. Yeah. All right. We'll talk again. You got it. Thank Thanks. you. Catherine Zox, your social worker with a microphone, heard on VoiceAmericaVariety.com and World Talk Radio. Hope you had a great morning um, and have a great week. We'll see you on Wednesday. We hope you've enjoyed today's episode of The Catherine Zox Show. You can listen live every Thursday morning at 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America channel. Want to know more about Catherine? Visit her website at www.catherinezox.com. Be sure to join us next week for more interviews and great conversations with Catherine Zox. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.